Thank you to our friends at Cozy Earth for sponsoring this episode. We have their towels. We have their sheets. They are unbelievably comfortable and we are never going back. Now they're offering you 40% off when you go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy. That's C-O-Z-Y. Callieandjeff.com slash cozy. And anything on their website, you can get that for 40% off. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, March 24th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that the weather, the temperatures are starting to get a little bit warmer. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for all of the people that take a chance on our small business or even write us back. I mean, I have been doing a bunch of random sales things. I mean, not sales. I, I have to pitch me, Jeff, our company, what we do a lot, right? That, that's sales. Yeah. Okay. So sales. And I, there are so many people that never write back, but there's a couple people that I've connected with over the past couple of months that really are open to having conversations and say, yes, I think that's really cool. And yes, I will share it with other people. And that to me is really rare. And it's also super awesome. And I, think it's really cool and surprising when someone does that. Uh, my name is, did I already do mine? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, the one with weather. I don't know why. I, I. You know why I'm distracted? Because I want to start this show with a conversation that Callie and I started. Just, we'll get to one to 10 later, but. this I am so fascinated by this and I, and I am equally as fascinated by the fact that you don't think that this is interesting. Okay, here is the background of what we've been talking about. And, and then I will tell the, you, because I don't think that you're going to like what I have to say. This is this is cough week, by the way. This is this is the end of, this is, I. it's been a lot, it's been a week, but we're going to continue the cough conversations and then next week they'll be gone. Okay, so what we were talking about is Jeff said, hey, you know that feeling when you cough and then like you feel like you need to cough something up, but there's like something in your throat when you're sick. And I said, no, I don't know what that means. And then you said something to the effect of like, yeah, when you cough something up and then sometimes you have to like cough it into a tissue and then you like look and see like color or whatever. It's like wet cough, dry cough, all these things. And I was just blankly staring at him. And I was like, I got to be honest with you. I really don't know what you're talking about. And he was just, you were flabbergasted that I didn't know the difference between a wet cough and a dry cough that I've never in my memory coughed something up. That, how is that not okay. fascinating to you? It's not fascinating. Here's what I feel like I need to tell you. And this is what I feel like you're not going to like. I think that you are overly obsessed with medical things with your own body. And I think that anytime I've been sick, it is like 10% of my day, my life, my thoughts, whatever. Like I don't research it to see what it is. I don't, I'm like, oh, I have a cold this week. No big deal. But I don't take any stock of what's going on because to me, I'm like, okay, I'll be fine in a couple of days. And it's just not that big of a deal. Whenever you are not a hundred percent, you're researching, you're figuring things, you're trying to figure that, out what's going on. You're feeling all, I think you are a little bit obsessed. You, that is, that has nothing to do with the cough. I am admittedly obsessed. I joke with you about it. I'm a hypochondriac 
and I'm a guy. So when I get a little cold, it might as well be the plague. Right. When I hit 72 hours of not feeling well, it's not just a stomach bug. It's, oh my goodness, what is it? I think, I, you know what? I think I've got this rare tumor. Only one other person on earth has it. I got to go to China to get it treated. He's not kidding, by the but, way. So I admit that. That doesn't change the fact that you stated, you said that you have never had a wet cough. I can't remember when I have noticed having a wet cough because I don't take stock of things like that it's or not, remember them. I could have. I have no idea. If you had, if there if was- If I said to you, have you ever, have you ever blown your nose? Yeah. You know that, you know that feeling. If I've said, have you ever bit your tongue? Mm-hmm. You know that. Have you ever been so sick that when you cough, you cough things up? I don't think so. That's weird. And it's not, I'm not saying it's weird. I'm not saying you're weird. I'm saying I have all, every time I get an infection, when I get a cold, it's in my lungs. I cough stuff up every time. It, and it's happening now with the allergies. I'm coughing stuff up. One of us is bizarre. Either I'm weird because I cough stuff up or you're weird because you never have in your entire life. You know what I think? I think that you should like go get a lung scan or go. I think you should find a primary care. I don't think the thing is, I don't think I'm the weirdo. I think you're the weirdo. I think 90% of people. But I will say like, I am genetically blessed. You are genetically blessed. I'm not, it's, you're taking this. Can we please talk about the inside joke behind that? Yeah, in a second. But I just want to make sure we're on the same page about the coughing. I'm not saying that you're weird in a bad way. I'm, it's, this is so I always use this example, but it's like the, I remember vividly driving home from getting my first pair of glasses and I was in the backseat of the car and our eye doctor was in a little town called Lafayette. We lived in a town called Nedro and we are driving up route 11 and there's a, was a 35 mile per hour speed limit sign and I was lifting my glasses up and down and I couldn't read it, then I could read it. And I couldn't read it, then I could read it. And it was the most, at, at, I was probably seven or eight years old. It blew my mind that up until that moment in time, I assumed not being able to read a sign at that distance was normal. Mm-hmm. For you or I, up until this moment in time, we have believed that coughs are either never wet or are always wet. Well, sometimes I have a dry cough, but it's usually. That, how is that? I, I, now my, my mind is blown on two levels. One, that you have never had a wet cough. Two, that you don't think it's weird that one of us, that that, that, you don't think the absolute of that is bizarre. Yeah, I don't think that's weird. That's so odd to me. I don't think so. It's the to me it's the equivalent of somebody I don't know. It's 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 the I I mean I don't think there's any better example. It's the equivalent of me saying you know like oh I, I took a big bite of sandwich my whole mouth was filled and then you said you chew on both sides of your mouth. I'd be like what? 
And you would say, you chew on both sides of your mouth? I only chew on the left side of my mouth. I that think, that wouldn't blow your mind? I think I only chew on the right side of my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> who are you? We are going to have to have. This is like, who how can the we bleep do, did I marry? What, what bizarre person is sitting across from me? Yeah, I think when I eat, I normally eat on the right. But you have the ability. If you take a big bite, you have the ability. I got to think about that next oh time you take a bite of something. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, it's Friday. So let's do our one to ten. Well, we got to explain, explain the inside joke. Oh, the inside joke that I'm genetically blessed. Um, Jeff and I have had a lot of testing done <clears> since <throat> we've been in this like IVF realm. And we got our genetic testing back. And I, how would you describe me? I'm flawless. I am genetically very blessed. They test for something like 300 and, and whatever different things. And if you choose to go this route with IVF, you actually have to take a class on how to process the information they're going to give you. Yeah. You know, because you're going to know a lot of things about your soon to be frozen little babies and and yourself like and you yourself, yeah so. like you learn what you're a carrier of and again it's not exhaustive of everything possible in the entire world that you could have but they do like two to three hundred different tests and then they can tell you about your genes and how they looked so then we get on the call i was very excited because i love data i love to know things we get on the call and they they basically say okay well uh callie is genetically perfect <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and, and you're I, and welcome. We're like, what? And she said, it's just a very, very rare thing. But of the 300 things they tested, you were a half carrier of one very obscure thing. Yeah. And it said that I wasn't even a carrier. It said it was undetermined. Yeah. And so maybe, I could so, maybe if I wanted to do further testing, find out if maybe I was a carrier for one thing. If I was also a carrier for that one thing, then we would have done more extensive right. testing. But I was a carrier for all this half a, random stuff, half a dozen things, uh, but nothing. Obviously, nothing that Kelly. So you have to have two. Right. Carriers. So our child Ellie doesn't have whatever Jeff is carrying. She could be a carrier, but she doesn't have it. Right. It's all really interesting. Um, and all the things that they tell you, ninety eight percent of the things on that list, I have never heard of ever in my life. Like it's so. It, had you heard of any of the things that you, you're no, a carrier but for? But they're also all the super scientific names. That's so true. I don't, I think the way that works is most people won't have to know about it. And if you do know, if you do know what it is, it's probably because somebody very close to you has been affected by it. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Let's go back to the cough thing. Cause you know, just for a second, you know, what's really freaky. What? About if Ellie ever got so sick that she had a wet cough and spit something out, it would freak you out because you would have never seen it before. Um, I don't think so. Ha! But you don't know what it is. Yeah, but I'm just not as freaked out by stuff. I mean, it's not about being freaked out. You are. I feel like you're missing. You're, you're missing the amazingness of this moment. I, I feel like I am. But um, I'm glad that you're having an amazing moment. Because you don't, you don't know what a wet cough is. So if, I would just assume that anything that looks like it comes out of your nose could also come out of your mouth. Right. That's and unless it's like, because it's all connected in there. And unless it's like 
bloody, then I don't have anything to worry about. So, but it wouldn't moving weird. On. But if she had no, it wouldn't weird you out. No, because you've never experienced it. No, it'd be like seeing a person with five nipples. <laughs> nope. Whoa! Like if, if they're all like in a straight line or like a, a solar constellation. <laughs> like what is that? That would freak me out because I've never seen it before. Don't get too excited. You might start coughing. I know. On a scale of one to 10, Jeff Dollar, how you doing this week? Man, I am. It's been a great week. I'm just over the, the allergy thing. And I appreciate I, so many people are doing this crappy allergy journey right there with me. So yeah. Good thing you don't have to talk for a living. I, oh, I know. You know, I said to um, our friend Brooke out in Charleston, um, I was texting with her about something else. She works in the radio and she said that her, she would, I said, if I worked in radio, I wouldn't be able to go in and do a show. And she said, I would be out except everybody on our show has it. Yeah. Well, then I need a drink. Ah! But I rocked the heating pad again last night and. It's definitely getting better, so I'm happy. On the mend. You're on the mend. Yeah. Oh, so for a number, I would go, hey, you know what? I'm not going to let that. I'm a nine. You're a nine? Good. I mean, I had, there were some times where I was just mad at the coughing. I was mm-hmm. just mad at it. Yeah. And then it just kind of became ridiculous and funny. Yeah. And Ellie, Ellie now, I mean, it's only been a couple of days, but Ellie will just bring me cough drops. Here you go, daddy. <laughs> So, uh, how are you? I am you an eight little, this week. You little dry coughing freak. <laughs> I'm an eight this week. I really don't have anything to complain about. I do. Actually, that's a lie. I don't feel like I was as productive as I could have been this week, which always kind of bothers me, you know, when you can't ever get, there are days where you're in the zone and everything's getting done and yeah. everything's perfect. I have not had a perfectly flawless in the zone day this week. And I'm really bummed about that. Other than that, Life is really good. Um, but I think, you know what I think we need to do is we have this, we, we put this um, board up in the studio and it's divided in half. One half is Cali, one half is mine. And then there's a priority line. So there's urgent stuff on top and then other to-do stuff. To-do list stuff b- on the bottom. Below. Look how empty it is. It is. I took so many things off that list. So that's really good. So it's not like we've done nothing. I just really wanted to be in the zone, you know? So. Yeah. And I'm looking, I have, you have one thing left. I have four and one, two of those are coming off. So we're going to go into the weekend with that board practically empty. Yeah. It's a good week. That is a good week. And I like doing that. That's a really nice thing to do, by the way, is putting to-do lists on post-its, like one to-do item per post-it and then putting it on a board somewhere. Because same as people highlighting things on their to-do list, like done or crossing them off their to-do list, yeah. it feels so good to take a post-it and throw it away because you're done with that. And it just feels really great. So 10 out of 10 recommend on that. You know, I had the post-its... Remember I had that big grin on the wall right there? Yeah. But once Ellie could reach the post-its, I had to take it down. Yeah. It's more fun with the whiteboard anyways. It feels more like a game show over here right now. Like if you are a Friends fan, picture the board that they use when they're doing the um, trivia to see who gets the apartment. You wouldn't know, but no, people. I, no yeah. idea. Um, 
you know, Chandler Bong. That's all I got to say about that. Um, I have. By the way, just in case you it's, you don't know our phone number, it's 800-434-5454. I feel like we're going to have a lot of cough comments. So like, I just want to make sure people, 800-434-5454. Okay. I would like to introduce a new segment. If you want to call up and say Callie's weird. I would like to call it pretty weird or pretty genius, or no, pretty genius <clears throat> or pretty dumb. Okay. And- I think in the future, maybe we'll have a couple stories that I want you to say, okay, this is genius or this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. There is a Facebook group in the Buffalo and Niagara Falls area, and it is solely for women to post about men that they're dating. Oh, it's like a private group? It's a private group. So they can... It's basically a Yelp. It's a private group, but it's also 43,000 members deep. And I I think there's one of those in Atlanta. Well, I was thinking like, okay, first of all, this particular group is to let people know if you're dating the same person. So like, hey, is anybody else like seeing this person? So if, you know, you can know. But I think that this is a genius thing. To me, this is pretty genius because if you have a Facebook group of people that are all dating the same, like anybody in a group that's dating men in Atlanta, let's just say it. Okay. So we have a men in Atlanta Facebook group. If you're someone that dates men in the Atlanta area, I think that if there's someone that's a total creep or a potential psycho or whatever, that you should in your private group be totally fine and help other people out and post the picture of the person and be like, Hey, just FYI, he, this guy told me that he went to jail for lighting a cat on fire. Like, I think that everybody else who is interested in this person should know that information. It's an, that's an, Okay, that obviously is an extreme case. So criminal behavior, violent behavior, stalking behavior, all of that stuff, fair game. But I don't think you can use it if you just have a bad experience with that person. And I think everybody just need, I I think if you if you just don't get along if if your if your feedback is he was just really self-centered and he only talked about himself. I don't think that should disqualify other women from going out with him because that's kind of a personal preference. Well, and thing. I think people know that, but I I was thinking more of like okay, pretty genius because if you if there's like a total creep out there, you know what I mean, more women should know and if he's mad about being in the group, then maybe he shouldn't be such a creep. But he might not be a creep. If one person. But if one person says, okay, they were rude to our <laughs> server, which by the way, is like one of my biggest pet peeves. But th- for me, I would be like. But see, that's, that's that's the gray area. But some people can make their own decisions based on that and say, you know what? Maybe he was having a really bad day or whatever. And that's it. So you can pick your poison at that point. But, that, but he, my thing is. That's not fair to him because he might not have been rude to the server. That might have been her interpretation of it. Like, because it's subjective. Correct. Okay, so pretty genius or pretty dumb? From a safety standpoint, I actually think it's really genius. From a review standpoint, I think it's pretty dumb. And the segment, by the way, I think it's pretty genius. You know, the first thing when people 
when you're sick, people say, make sure you stay hydrated. That's what doctors say. That's what your mom said. That's what your grandma said. You know, like that's what we all know, right? It's important to stay hydrated. The first thing that Jeff asked for when he woke up on Friday morning sick was, hey, will you grab me some liquid IV? Because he knew that staying hydrated while he was sick was going to be really, really, really important. And liquid IV is a staple in this house every single day. And being sick and needing more hydration than normal is a perfect example of a new and different way that we use liquid IV that we haven't told you about before. The flavors are so delicious and there's a flavor for everybody. My personal favorite is lemon lime. It tastes so good and you can suck it right down. Like I drink them so fast because they're so tasty. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Can you name the most popular answers to five items you might find on a work desk? What about five occasions where people might give a gift or five types of insurance? The most popular answers only. That's the point of Fun Frenzy Trivia. It's a mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories, including music, animals, TV, celebrities. If you choose the most popular answers to each question and beat the clock, you move forward to the next level. Sounds simple, but the questions are going to get harder over time. If you get stuck, don't worry, you can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you are a trivia addict, if you love trivia, if there is not a trivia night in your town that you have not been to, then you'll love Fun Frenzy Trivia. Fun Frenzy Trivia is an exciting brand new game on the App Store from the creators of the number one trivia app, Trivia Star. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia today to challenge yourself. I will warn you, and this is from my own personal experience, it is addicting. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Fun Frenzy Trivia. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. If you have not done so yet, it is time to refresh your 2023 wardrobe with Rothy's for chic, sustainable shoes that bring out your best style. Now, I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's, and I love them for a multitude of reasons. They are super cute, first of all. So there's a pair of Rothy's for every single outfit you could think of, and they are insanely comfortable. You can take them right out of the box, and there is zero break-in period. So you can wear them for a full eight to 12 hour day on your foot with no indication that you were just wearing brand new shoes. So you can also machine wash them, which I love. Just make sure you're not drying them. And you can feel good about what you're wearing. Because Rothy's is designed with the planet in mind. Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from recycled single-use plastic water bottles. Now, if you are wondering what kind of Rothy's to get, I have two favorite styles. Um, my favorite for work is the loafer style because they look really sleek. They're very classic and I love those. I also love the sneaker style and that's what I wear day-to-day -day running around and you will never regret buying your first pair of Rothy's. And once you do, you will be hooked. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, this one is actually for tomorrow. Tomorrow, International Waffle Day. Well, 
that's a good day. Yeah, it's a real good day. And it's a Saturday, so you can hit up Waffle House with the fam in the morning mm-hmm. or have a— Oh, can we talk about our dog yesterday? Yeah. I sometimes— Actually, no. Tell it at the end of the show. Okay. Keep um, going with your— Well, anyways, uh, it's International Waffle Day. I will tell you a couple things about waffles. One, Callie and I have discovered—I always get the name wrong. Is it Annie's? Annie's? Annie's. Just Annie's. Just Annie's. I always want to, I think it's because of the pretzel spot. I want to throw an ant in front of it. (laughs) That'd be Aunt Annie's. So this Annie's organic waffle mix, outstanding. So good. I used to make waffles from scratch, and I think this is superior to handmade waffles. Yeah. Okay. Really good. Number two, if you have kids, you can bring them such delight by buying the little dash waffle makers for the holidays. They're eight bucks. You're we had snowman waffles at Christmas. Yep. We're, we have bunny waffles right now. Yep. We had pumpkin waffles. At, oh, we did? Yep. And they're eight, they're eight to 10 bucks. You're only going to use them for the one or two weekends before the holiday. But then you put it in with your decorations or wherever you store it. You know, you never use it, right? Yeah. And then it comes back out the next year. But it's such a delight. It's such a treat. Your second random thing for today is that the Cadbury Bunny this year has been selected. And remember, we talked a couple of weeks ago on the show about how Cadbury, every year they do a who's going to be the Cadbury Bunny this year. Oh, yeah. But they were opening it up to, to turtles and stuff. They were opening up to that, but they were doing like hardcore rescue animals. Like they wanted a rescue animal yeah. to be the face of Cadbury this year, which I love. Sure. And this guy that was selected look is- at this. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That's what Ellie says. He is a cat. He has one eye and his name is Crash. And here is a picture, Jeff. I will show you. How cute is Crash? Crash is cute. Okay. Crash is so cute. Crash is not a bunny. That's the whole point. Oh. The Cadbury bunny is not a bunny. It's not? No. Last year it was like a chicken or something. Oh. That's like the whole joke. It is? Yeah. It's like they they get an animal and then they put bunny ears on it. Oh. That's the whole joke. No, when I'm growing up, it was always a, because I remember the bunny, the commercials, and the bunny was hopping through. This is a new marketing The Easter basket that had the Cadbury. Yeah. This is a new marketing thing. Scattered amongst it. Yeah. This is a new thing, but really cute. He's an orange cat, like an orange tabby. He only has one eye because he got in a car accident and then was sent to a shelter. And Who let the cat drive? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, but hopefully they're behind bars. Uh, and he won, uh, Crash won five. Oh, his name is Crash. I just realized that Crash. He was lost his eye in a car crash. Yeah. Uh, he won $5,000 and then $5,000 to the shelter of his choice. I um, mean, your third random thing is uh, there is a journal called Human-Animal Interactions. And it said that people with dogs are more likely to suffer from a sleep disorder. Uh, cat ownership also associated with sleep issues, but not to the extent that dog owners uh, experience them. Um, and so now they are recommending that when sleep study places do sleep study tests, they evaluate the pets that are in the home as well to find out if you know, in the middle of the night, you got a dog butt on your head. That kind of surprises me because I've had cats and I've had dogs and the cats I've had are way more nocturnal than the dogs. Like to the point where you have to 
close them out of the bedroom because they're like, hey, what are we doing? What are we doing? Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I got to chase this. Ah! But I think a cat might be, the logic might be that a cat is smaller. So if the if you can sleep through that, that, that chaos, the cat just sleeps on the bed. A dog. Lily is a restless sleeper and she likes to sleep at Jeff's feet. And I don't, I sleep pretty soundly. So I just, I think I just scoot over. I mean, I've woken up before with one leg off the bed. <laughs> then Lily stretched out like her nose on my leg and her butt on your leg. And then you are over almost on your side of the bed. And, and you know, like a letter H. Yeah. Like Lily, can you at least do it like the Wonka grandparents? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we at least try that method? Get so, vertical, Lily. Those are your three random things. We're going to end your day with a beautiful human alert. This one is about eight-year-old Maggie Mahoney. And Maggie's sister was in the hospital getting cancer treatments. And she remembered that during all of the treatments, something that her sister really loved was Play-Doh. So her older sister is now cancer-free, but her little sister wanted to do something to help the other kids in the hospital. So she made a goal of collecting and donating 10,000 cans of Play-Doh to them and it only took one month for her to reach her goal. So she delivered the um the load of Play-Doh, like the 10,000 cans of Play-Doh to the children's hospital in Des Moines and it's going to last the hospital about 2 years, which is just so cool. She's 8 years old, she is a third grader. So Maggie from Iowa, you are this week's upside beautiful human. I want to go sniff some Play-Doh. I love that. Oh, it smells so good. The salty. Huh? Play-Doh smells salty. It tastes salty. It smells like salt. What? You don't think so? No. Hmm. I also don't know what it tastes like. You've never eaten Play-Doh? Oh, my God. As a kid? Who am I married to? <laughs> All right, we got to get a guy. <laughs> get on to our weekend because before we find more differences between Jeff and myself. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I got up extra early on Thursday morning and thought that I would make some bacon. Normally, don't have time during the week. To, to make bacon. Just, you know, scramble a couple eggs, half an English muffin, get out with your life. But I'm up early. I'm in the kitchen. The kitchen's clean. So I cooked some bacon. I figured this would be a great treat for both you and Ellie when you get up, and me. So the bacon is sitting on the counter, pushed back so none of the dogs can get it, and I go upstairs to wake up Ellie. When I come downstairs, I notice that the English muffin that I had set out for myself was gone. Now, I wasn't alarmed because the knife and the plate and the napkin were still there. The English muffin was gone. I just figured that I picked it up and like walked over next to the toaster and said it. You know, I didn't think too much of yeah. it. Until I turned around and saw that the napkin that the bacon was sitting on was empty. The spatula was there, unmoved. The bacon, gone. We have two dogs in our house. The one that does not give a crap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and will take things off of the counter and or will take a napkin, tear it into little pieces. She's not the most stealth at stealing. That would be Sadie Dollar. Lily Dollar is like a little Houdini and can get food, apparently, off of a kitchen counter without disrupting. It was so- She'll make you think you were crazy. It was, That's what it was. I actually had the thought, did I eat the bacon? I didn't eat the bacon. I made like four pieces of bacon. I didn't, maybe I ate one piece. You know, bacon's there, you're gonna snack on it. It was definitely Lily. Sadie could not pull it. And then out. the English muffin was gone too. So in my head, the visual is like that old, the original Mission Impossible, where Lily lowered herself from the ceiling through the laser beams. Mm-hmm. Just plucked the bacon off, disturbing nothing else, and then returned to her day. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams, or wake up and go get them.